0: Okay, and we're recording. Welcome, everybody, then, into what is the first episode of twenty twenty one. I kind of had January off because it's winter, here in the UK at least, Uh, it's a quiet month and I think everyone's kind of just recovering from Christmas, so I wanted to take a little break and before the crowd is back again now on the 1st of February, I'm sat here recording the first episode of this new year, new segment, new series with artist Dion Joseph, hey Dion.
1: Hey Guy, how are you?
0: Oh, good, thanks, man. Thanks for coming on to the show and just having a chat with us. No problem. Thank you for having me. Um, so why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about who you are as an artist for maybe people who haven't heard your music before or don't know the style and stuff. Um, yeah, let, let, let us know about maybe the style of music you play, what genre, some of your influences, maybe things like that.
1: Sure thing. Yeah. Um... So I, well, I haven't really released <laughs> anything yet. So everything is still kind of in the, in the making. But um, so I'm really influenced by like pop and R&B. Um, so I love, uh, I love the Beyonce's, the the Brandy, like Justin Timberlake, um, Jojo, and obviously Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey. Like Mar- Mariah Carey's my queen. I love Mariah. Mm-hmm um (laughs) so yeah that's really um influenced the style of music that I make and um like that I write as well I obviously try and write from the heart that's kind of been my thing like I, I just kind of write what I feel um and yeah so that's just really um I really just try and put a lot of myself into the songs that I've written um so there's a lot of that to come next. Um so I've released one single at the moment. Um and then yeah I'm just excited to put the rest of the the rest of my stuff out.
0: No, so this is I... your debut single as well then? It is, yeah. Oh okay. Which that's is exciting, excellent. yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Cause I, I know obviously like we've we've sort of shared demos and things before and you know kind of messaged each other about different songs and that but I didn't know this was the actual first you know, official debut release single under Dion Joseph. Under the yeah. name, it's pretty cool. It's just, how, it's crazy. <laughs> how have you found it writing and and sort of releasing music? Uh, obviously, during a pandemic and stuff, has it been a challenge?
2: Um, I feel like
1: writing has been a bit of a challenge, just because not a lot is happening. I feel like we're not really like I. I feel like personally, I'm not really doing much um i feel like it's hard to write when life kind of feels like it's i'm just kind of feeling like i'm at a standstill at the moment um so i'm just trying to push through that and just try and make sense of like my thoughts and feelings at the moment and i'm trying to kind of like write little things down just to um just to see what I could make of them and if a song like if a full song comes out of it then that's great but if not then I'm sure I have something that I can come back to later on um, and incorporate into another song but um the recording process I've literally been like recording in the shed in the back of my garden because (laughs) (laughs) that's what I that's just all I could do right now
0: (laughs) That's how most people do it now though, isn't it? I think, you know, when you have artists like Billie Eilish who like her and her brother like literally complete bedroom recording and she's one of the hottest pop acts on the planet right now. And she didn't go to as far as I'm aware at least, uh she didn't go to a huge studio and everything. It was self produced, um, you know, written at home, recorded at home. Yeah. It's where it goes. I mean, you know, I do that stuff as well and it's it's I think it's difficult for the big studio sometimes, but Again, like the the Nicki Minajism, the Mariah Careyism of people like on top of the world, I guess those are the ones who can access, you know, sort of thousand pounds a day <laughs> recording <laughs> studios, um, which unless you've probably got someone else paying for it or a lot of budget, then it's not always in a lot of people's uh, kind of remit, I suppose, to grasp. Yeah, we've got to get a bit DIY with it it's kind of fun as well. And you learn more about the process of recording. And I think even like you were saying, you have bits of ideas and and songs and things you're writing down. It's a nice option when you can just go, oh, you know what? I'm going to put that demo together myself and just, you know, even just record this chorus idea I've got, Um, whether it's just on your phone or in Logic or Pro Tools or whatever you're using. Definitely. Like at the moment, um, everything
1: is pretty much started out as like a voice note or just, like, in the notes section of my phone, and then I'll go on to Logic and see if I can, like, think about the chords and everything to that.
0: Um, so, yeah, it's a really cool process, actually. So do you have often, you know, maybe, like, four or five different songs and ideas going on at once, or do you forget about an idea and then come back to it, you know, sort of later on, as you're going through your phone, or how does it work for you?
2: Um, I... Hmm...
1: So I have a lot of ideas going on <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> I'll kind of, like, start one song and then I'll kind of... I don't know, if I, if I can't finish it, like, if I feel like I'm hitting a kind of a mental block with what to write, then I will... I'll just come back to that, like, at a later date. But then while I'm doing that, I've also got, like, new ideas coming at the same time. It's weird, like, I just find like inspiration at random times it could be like a random time at night and i'll wake up and i'm like oh that's a good lyric and i'll record (laughs) that into my phone (laughs) and then i'll come back to it like the next day or like a couple of days later
0: and yeah it just really depends so is it is it more lyrics you go for first ben or is it sort of uh ideas of melody or
1: um so i try and do lyrics and melody first i don't know why like i don't know if that's like the easiest thing to do but that just it just comes natural to me like if I'm um, like while I'm writing out I'll try and think of like a melody that will fit um, the lyrics that I'm writing hmm. and then I'll go in and like try and figure out the chords that fit under that.
0: Okay I mean yeah. so it's I mean I suppose there's no set formula because everybody does it in a way that suits them and a way that benefits their song and and I know people do it very differently, but I always quite like that idea of how like you said, just kind of waking up in the middle of the night, and it's like, oh, I've got this idea and I'm going to run with it. <laughs> That's happened to me so many times, honestly. <laughs> and do, do songs often come from that and ideas, form, and choruses just from these uh almost like arbitrary moments of inspiration? Absolutely,
1: yeah. I think like the majority of the projects that I've been working on has come from like just random inspiration and voice notes that i've made um yeah it's just it's weird I don't, and <laughs> um, that's just how i kind of that's just how i work that's just kind of how i process things it just always starts as like a little voice note i'll like hum a tune or something to myself and then yeah just
0: come back to it i think that's really cool and i always find it very interesting sort of diving into artists brains um, and they're just like oh it's just how this works for me it's like oh, that's really cool
1: um, yeah I definitely feel like my most creative at nights as well so I'm often like staying up late trying to figure out chords or lyrics and stuff and then obviously as I said like it'll be random times of the night when I'm like ah
0: oh, that's good <laughs> <laughs> this works I like it well I suppose kind of um, obviously we're talking about forming these ideas and, and they become songs so let's talk about meet again Uh, about your debut single do you want to tell us a little bit about it like maybe how the ideas formed for that your inspiration behind it sure um so um
1: like a few years ago I think it was around
2: five years
1: um don't quote me on that but (laughs) yeah I think it was about five years um my aunt was diagnosed with a autoimmune disease called scleroderma So she was kind of battling with that for a long time. Um, And she was kind of in and out of hospital a few times as well. Um, So it was quite quite difficult. And she she was kind of like a second mum to me, like that's kind of how I viewed her. Um, So yeah, last year it got quite bad and um, she passed away on the 14th of November. And the night before it happened, uh, yeah, the song just kind of poured out of me, I guess. Um, We kind of knew that it was going to happen. she went into the North London Hospice, um, which is where I am donating all of the proceeds from the single. And um, yeah, so it was just kind of my way of accepting that she was going to pass away um when she went in it was a bit like the doctors were kind of like saying to us that oh yeah she doesn't have long left like it could happen like any any time so we kind of knew that it was going to happen Mm. um so yeah and I'm not really one to really speak about my feelings but (laughs) when it comes to music I can I can write a song about how I feel but I just I'm not really one to verbalize my feelings I don't know why I think music is just kind of my outlet for that stuff um and yeah so this song was just my way of accepting that it was going to happen and like letting her know that it was okay and like I know that if the shoe was on the other foot she would be would be there for me 100% so I like made sure I was there for her as well like I was at the hospice when I wasn't um you know at home working so it was kind of back and forth it was like a lot going on at the time but um yeah so this was just my way of dealing with the situation
0: um like the best I could wow yeah that's uh... That's really amazing. Obviously, you know, I'm so sorry to hear about your aunt and that it sounds like a really challenging time that that you must have gone through. But, I mean, what a story for putting a song together, you know?
1: Yeah, I'd, it definitely would have, um, like, wouldn't have... Uh, what am I trying to think? <laughs> um, yeah, it definitely wouldn't have come about if it, um, if it wasn't for her.
0: And, you know, I think the lyrics in the song as well, I was... Um, I was playing it today, this morning, just sort of before uh, before obviously we, we're doing this podcast now, and I, <laughs> I think of best like, I, I really like the song, the lyrics were great, and obviously like knowing a little bit about this story, and I'd seen like some of your social stuff and, and things you'd posted, um, with a little bit about your aunt and stuff, and, and the proceeds, and I, like, I honestly find it so hard to listen to that stuff. Because it's, you know, like obviously a beautiful song in it and it's really super heartfelt. But I, like personally, as a listener, it's tough to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> because you get caught up in it. And I was suddenly like, oh, my. it's Monday morning and, I'm <laughs> 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 and I was putting myself into this mood. And I mean, you know, I, I think that's just kind of a testament to the song and the emotion behind the song as well that you you know you've really put yourself into it which is so great to see definitely yeah
1: it was really difficult to write as well i was definitely trying to fight back the tears while i was trying to get all of my emotions out onto the page um and then i feel like it's one of those songs that um you can relate to if you've lost anybody um so like the lyrics are really personal to me but they can also also be personal to you if you've lost anyone um and i've kind of connected to um like just people over the internet um who have lost other people as well um i remember this um this one lady on twitter who i um started speaking to she responded to the link um that i posted of my song and was like oh i lost my um in-laws at the beginning of the pandemic and This song was really like made me think of them like thank you, like don't stop creating. And I'm like, oh, it really like really touches me that my song is able to touch so many people as well.
0: Mm. Um, so yeah, it's just it's been crazy, honestly. But that's what it's about with music, I think, isn't it? And I think a lot of people when they when they sometimes look at artists, they sort of think of the glamorous side of it of you know, like the millions of people and the fans and the fame and everything. But I think ultimately the reason so many, and, you know, case in point with your song, the reason so many of us connect with music is, is the emotional connection and the way it makes us feel it. And we can relate to it, whether it's, uh, you know, positive, negative emotions, whatever it is, it's, it's almost validation, I think, for for ourselves to go, oh, you know, I'm not the only one who's who suffered a loss or whatever the scenario is they can find songs like yours and relate to it
1: absolutely yeah um yeah i think that's one of the important things about music like no matter what the um no matter what the message somebody's going to be able to relate to it yeah and i think um for me as long as like i'm being authentic and um, putting out what I believe in and what I feel and um, if somebody else can relate to it that's great um,
0: but you know you have to be able to connect with your your own music like what you're putting out mm. and I, I suppose that must be the challenge between being an artist who obviously you're writing your own songs for you as an artist as opposed to Um, I guess kind of like a session songwriter who someone would sit in on a session with you and and contribute to that because, you know, if you're writing from a heart, I think it's very difficult either to collaborate with other people or sometimes to write for other people as well. If you draw on those emotional experiences. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I do
1: actually really want to collaborate with other writers. I feel like that would be, it'd be really cool just to see what we come up with and to, open up and be vulnerable around other people as well. Um, uh, There's like a couple of my friends that have um, said that they've wanted to write with me. So I think I will kind of explore that in the near future as well. And I actually wrote a song with my friend a few years ago now um, called It's Over that he put out um, a few years ago. And that was was a really cool experience as well. Um, It was still, kind of like heartfelt um, and also kind of a fun song, but um, yeah, it was nice to have that kind of experience also like being heartfelt and me connecting with it, but also being able to collaborate with somebody else and getting their, um, also getting their emotion to the song as well,
0: if that okay. makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I think I, maybe sometimes when you when you write with friends or someone you know, and uh, I th- yeah, I think it's a really good point, sort of being vulnerable around each other and opening yourselves up a little bit, whereas maybe if you didn't know that person, it would be a very different songwriting experience. Definitely, yeah. So in terms of kind of, uh, the, obviously, the, you've sung the vocals on the track. Are you also playing the piano on it, or...?
1: No, <laughs> I wish, honestly, like I could not take credit for that. Um, So I basically could not play any instrument. <laughs> I did um, piano lessons for a bit when I was younger, but um, yeah, I didn't uh, carry it on, which I, I wish I did. Like, I really wish I could fluently play an instrument, but yeah, it's just, it's not there for me um <laughs> it, did, it didn't I, stick it didn't. No. no okay <laughs> it's probably my own fault to be fair I feel I feel like I could have practiced more but you know when you're young practicing just it's just yeah <laughs> it's just not not what I not what I wanted to do <laughs> that's fair but, that's uh, fair enough I was actually thinking about taking up guitar which is kind of scary but something that I want to I want to challenge myself to do um yeah my friend taught herself guitar so
0: I kind of want to take on that challenge but we'll see you should do it that was kind of my in March last year when we went into lockdown that was my lockdown challenge to, to learn guitar because I'd sort of always kind of had guitars around me in like sort of houses and like my brothers always sort of played so I've sort of always been exposed where I could You know, I knew like three or four chords type thing, but couldn't really play. Um, So that's sort of been my lockdown challenge over the year. And it's actually quite fun. I mean, sometimes in in an evening, it's a bit of a struggle when you're just, you know, you're tired and kind of like, oh, I could just sit and watch a movie now and eat crisps. Um, (laughs) You still have to push yourself and then you start playing it. And it's like, oh, you know, you you see a little bit of progress and, and it's quite fun, I think.
1: How's that been going now like can you can you play songs?
0: Oh no, I'm not like some kind of virtuoso Eddie van Halen <laughs> sort of anything like that i you know I'd like to say um uh, I can sit by myself and get by so if I want to put a song together, I can sort of mess around with the chords and yeah, do you know what I mean like i I am definitely not a guitar player and not yeah. a guitarist <laughs> i can, I'm not at the stage where. I could confidently go on stage and play in a band and start, you know, busting out got solos me. or anything, but it's a hobby. It's fun to play at home and, you know, it's got a purpose for me as well. I, I think it's improved me as a musician and, and, a, and as a drummer. It's given me like a bigger awareness, which is kind of what I was after as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, self. I, the thing is, if you start to learn guitar, you've got to invest in it and you've got to buy a guitar as well
1: yeah that's true I mean I'm I'm willing to do it I just need to motivate myself and like kind of stick to it I don't want to buy a guitar and then end up like giving it up I need to like be strict
0: with myself I suppose if you've got some songs you you, you know I desperately would love to play on guitar and that can sort of be a, a point you want to reach or something maybe that can help it help as a motivation or absolutely
1: yeah I just think the acoustic guitar is just is so beautiful. Like I just, I would just love to be able to play it. So yeah, I feel like there's a lot of songs that would sound really cool on on guitar. So yeah, I'm going to challenge myself. <laughs> oh, that's cool. But, um, no, so for Meet Again, yeah, I didn't play the piano for that one. Um, the um, A producer that I actually connected with over Twitter who mixed and mastered it for me. Um, so I kind of sent him the chords
0: and was like
1: um could you could you play piano for this because
0: <laughs> make it pretty
1: <laughs> because I'm like I know how to do like the basic chords but you'll be able to like do all of the yeah all of the pretty stuff that I can't do um and yeah so he sent that back to me um and, and I was yeah I was just amazed by um what he was able to bring to the project he's a really good producer his name's um Gary Dillon okay um yeah so I just connected with him over Twitter and yeah I've been working with him for the um project that I've been working on and um, just yeah sending stuff back and forth and he's been mixing and mastering everything for me and yeah I'm just really excited
0: so how did you connect on Twitter were you posting stuff about yourself or were you actively seeking someone
1: um yes i can't actually remember how it came about now um but i think i want to say that it was um i'm not sure if you know bbc introducing Mm -hmm, yeah like yeah they have um their twitter page and they were like um i think they posted something about if you want to connect with somebody like post here and i was like yeah i just um hi like i'm a singer songwriter and would love to connected with any producers. And then he responded to that. And then we just kind of uh, started direct messaging and yeah, just chatting. And then, yeah, we just kind of started working together. I sent him one song um, that I had a little while ago and he sent that back to me and I was like, wow, yeah, like this is really cool. And yeah, I'd love to um, like work with you more. So we've just been um, like, whenever I write a song, I'm like, Hey Gary, can you put uh, you <laughs> your magic on here?
0: <laughs> and um, yeah, so yeah, he's a he's a really cool guy. Oh, nice! No, That's it's cool. It's, it's part of lockdown, I suppose. And like, you meet so many people over Twitter. Whereas normally, it's like, oh, do you want to grab a drink? Are you doing a gig? Like, let me come see you or meet, or you know, you meet through friends. Now it's just like, yeah, yeah,
2: one hundred
0: percent. So uh, so tell us a little bit more about kind of the proceeds and, and the hospice surrounding your single sure. Oh, um
1: so the hospice, so they care for people with um like kind of life limiting illnesses. Um and they provide support for like families and friends and carers also. Um and so they receive about 40 percent of their funding from the NHS and then the rest of it is all like the rest of the 60 percent is just from donations so um yeah I just thought that this would be a really good thing to do like I know I probably won't be able to generate a lot of um income for them but I felt I felt like this was like any little helps you know (laughs) yeah of course definitely and I know that they've had to like cancel a lot of their fundraising um events due to COVID and I know that this would be something that my aunt would be like really proud of me for doing and so I think like ultimately that's kind of like what I had in my mind because um yeah I just kind of wanted to make her proud at the end of the day and do something that um I know she would approve of so yeah I just decided to donate any
0: proceeds to the hospice because yeah it just felt right to me um I think that's really great is it just for clarity then for people listening is it just call, is it called the North London Hospice yes or? yeah the
1: North London Hospice
0: okay cool well, as we kind of start to wind down now um because what I might do as well is maybe we can you know post some links in the description for the podcast as well for you know Twitter and social media and uh whatever it's called linktree well, i don't know what it is do you know what, I mean? <laughs> what is it is it linktree
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah linktree i said it but as i was saying it it didn't sound right. i think i've only ever read that word i've never said that word got you got you <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like tell us um you know how can we find the single what's the best platforms uh to listen to it on or if people just wanted to make a donation what's the best way to do it um, so
1: the single is available on all streaming platforms now. Um, if you would like to purchase it, please feel free to do so. It's available on, like iTunes, on Amazon, like anywhere you can purchase and stream music. Um, and if you'd like to make a donation to the hospice, um, there they do have a donation um, section on their website, which um, yeah, which you can donate to. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything
0: else. <laughs> okay, I mean, like we'll we'll put all the links in the description and stuff as well. But yeah, the main thing I just wanted to make sure we could get um, a hospice thing in there as well. And we can put like a link on the on the podcast or something, so people can go and check out the page if they need to. Um, yeah, but really yeah, good. I just wanted to say thanks as well, Dion. It's been really great chatting to you and getting to talk a little bit about the debut single. And just kind of final question then, what's the next steps for you as an artist? Where do we go from here? Ooh.
1: Um, so I have like a lot of songs in the pipeline, like ready to release. I'm just, I feel like I'm just um, kind of waiting for the right time. I never really know like when the right time is, mm-hmm. um, like, especially since this song only came out last month. But um, yeah, just kind of keep keep an eye out follow follow me on my social media um so it's Dion joseph music on instagram and Dion joseph underscore on twitter um yeah just just keep an eye out there's um there's going to be some exciting things coming next
0: in the next few
1: months hopefully that's
0: that's great that's really great to hear well Dion, thank you so much it's been a pleasure having you as a guest Thank you so much.
2: Praying for a miracle You know if I could I'd take your place You'd feel no pain Knowing that it's gonna come Doesn't make it easier to face It hurts the same If you have to leave us all tonight Know that you're not alone Cause we'll be right there too Hold you until the end So sleep peacefully, safe Cause we'll take care of all you leave behind If you have to leave us all tonight know you're not alone Cause we'll be right there too Hold you until the end So sleep peacefully safe me a seat for Die. as this painful chapter ends you'll find peace up in heaven close your eyes my love and fly so sweet.